You're listening to the Armchair Quarterbacks on CBS Sports Radio, number one sports station. Good morning, and this is your Armchair Quarterbacks Sports Flash. It all gets started on the Dixie Football Nation by the Armchair Quarterbacks, 8 a.m. Eastern to 9 a.m. Eastern, Facebook Live Armchair Quarterbacks app, and some of your CBS Sports affiliates. It gets rolling at noon. Clemson, 35.5 point favorites at Florida State. Indiana is getting 20.5 at Ohio State. No fans are allowed in the stands because of protocol set by the governor of Ohio for the Thanksgiving week. Illinois, plus 14.5 at Nebraska. That over-under is 59. LSU, minus 2 at Arkansas. 62.5 is the number. The Florida Gators, minus 31.5 at the Vanderbilt Commodores. 68 is the number. 3.30 Eastern. Iowa Hawkeyes, minus 2.5 at Penn State. Cincinnati, giving up 5.5 at the Central Florida Golden Knights. That over-under is 63.5. Cal Bears, minus 3 at Oregon State. San Diego State, minus 1.5 at Nevada. few games at 4 o'clock Eastern. You got Virginia Tech, minus 3 at Pittsburgh. Kentucky getting 30 at Alabama. Kansas State plus 11 at Iowa State. The Wisconsin Badgers at 4.30, giving up 7.5 at Northwestern. And at 7 o'clock Eastern, the Tennessee Volunteers are getting 11 at Auburn. That over-under is 50.5. Mississippi State getting 24.5 at Georgia, while the Liberty Flames are a field goal and a hook dog on the road at the North Carolina State Wolfpack. Oklahoma State getting seven on the road at the OU Sooners. The number is 59. Later action, you've got Arizona getting 11 at eight o'clock at Washington. Michigan minus 10 and a half at Rutgers. And the USC Trojans, they're giving up three on the road to Utah. And that's your Armchair Quarterbacks Wake Up Show, CBS Sports Flash. Stay tuned for more of the Armchair Quarterbacks on these CBS affiliates, our Facebook Live, and the Armchair Quarterbacks app. Tap that app today. If you want to know who we are, it's on the logos of our caps. We're mountaineers, the volunteers. We're the tide that rolls, we're Seminoles. We're the into the end zone, and the Seminoles are going to bring it out. This is Kermit Whitfield on the left side. A hold to the 30. 35. Yeah! Kermit Whitfield to the 50. To the 40. Kermit Whitfield to the 30. To the 20. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown of the show. In trouble in the backfield. Wants to throw down. He's going to go deep. And I mean deep. And I mean touchdown, Florida. Tyree Cleveland in a miracle finish. A Hail Mary that's full of great. Wherever you listen throughout the world, it's football time in Tennessee. Mountaineers, the volunteers, with the tide that rolls or Seminoles, with a hurl on steel wildcats. Good morning. Welcome to Dixie Football Nation, and joining me today is Mr. Tony Agolini and Matt Carr. Tony, how the hell are you this morning, sir? Hey, guys. Doing well. How are you guys? I am great. Uh, Matt, how are you? Doing good, guys. How y'all? 
Good, man. Did anyone catch that Purdue-Minnesota game last night? I'm still pissed about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah good pick them there, McGee. That was the most ridiculous form of Big Ten officiating I have ever seen. Where the, how the hell was that pass interference? And then, oh, by the way, that was a freaking catch. Yeah, that I was mean, terrible. Big Ten officials had something in their pocket, and it wasn't a whistle last night. I think, <laughs> I think it was some green stuff because they gave that game to Minnesota. It was absolutely asinine. So I, I, I saw it when I got home, but we were on the road last night, and uh, I was listening to it on XM, and it was actually the uh, – I think it was the – uh, Minnesota radio network and and by their account I didn't realize how egregious of a call it actually was um, they just kind of you know they didn't necessarily gloss over it but they didn't go on and on about it and I was kind of surprised to see the highlights when I got home about how bad of a call it was but it was also kind of funny they uh, I don't think there was a crowd if there was a crowd there wasn't much of one but the mics caught uh, Brahms reaction and it was uh unsuitable for radio but it was it was pretty funny and of course it's like it's like a live golf broadcast every now and then they got to apologize for whatever said like we've never heard those words before um but uh yeah that was uh that was awful that's as bad as I, as i've seen and oh by the way yeah you're right people missed that uh you know they didn't call it a catch to begin with i mean that i mean that was a catch i don't even know how the hell they get they get to the point where they say that's not a catch you reviewed it first of all they did a terrible job off the jump no matter which way you go with it they took like almost 10 minutes to yeah get the to facilitate the entire re review so you're already killing the momentum on the game get your head out of your ass big 10 second of all they finally get the ball down there that was a clean both sides that was a clean route that was ran and he tries to call an interference off of what he might have saw ten years, ten yards prior, because the kid got open and caught the touchdown. I'm telling right. you, something stinks on that. Something stinks right. on because it was the same damn official that got involved with the uh, replay. The, the 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 end zone official. He was not involved in the original decision to call it a catch, which it, which which it was a catch a few plays later. <clears throat> for people who don't know what we're talking about. He's the one that ran up to the uh, to the head official and said that we need to, re to replay this. I'll tell you something stinks with that guy. Well, I tell you, it's it's rule number one of officiating, and and you know I've never been a ref on a big stage, but you know refed a lot of like stuff in my Not early twenties. And rule, yeah, rule number one is call what you see. You know, don't call what you think you saw, and uh, that that was obviously a, a, a horse crap call last night. Well, also, I've always heard that the, the number one rule of officiating is don't don't be the show. In other words, you're right. just there to make sure no one's cheating, but don't be the reason why right. someone wins or loses. Let them win it on the field, and that's not what they did, and it was a terrible job by the Big Ten, and they've got to wear that because those kids from Purdue don't deserve The kids from Minnesota don't because it does not mean that Minnesota doesn't come back and win. If they call that touchdown legitimately like they should have, there was about 50 seconds left. The way those two teams played defense, there's no, there's no reason to think that Minnesota couldn't have gone down the length of the field. So yeah. it, it was asinine. But anyways, yeah, I, I will say for radio purposes, that was a fun game to listen to. Um, you know, like I said, <laughs> I kind of wish I had the Purdue side of it when, uh, when that call was made, but uh, made for a good listen on a road trip last night. That's the first Friday night game I have not won in uh, six weeks. So I feel McGee has some money on that game. Well, I, I do. I do. I do every 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 Friday night. I pick one game and I go with it, and that's the first one that I haven't hit. But 
that's neither here nor there. I didn't put that much on it. It wasn't like, you know, I'm sitting here going, oh, how, how the hell are we going to make mortgage? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I just, It'd be I, funny, like, this this morning's show, all the stuff behind you is, like, all of a sudden gone, and it's on, it's on eBay for... It's just a wide screen. <laughs> sorry, dude. I, I lost a bet. Um, we had to get rid of the... We had to get rid of the pygmy... Uh, renegade <laughs> we will make sure to um keep the uh chanticleers uh baseball national championship flag right. behind me though so, you that'll, know. Be the, that'll be the last item to go in yeah. the in the sale <laughs> uh let's go ahead and jump into probably the worst game of the day but a lot of interest to people who watch and listen to the show the vanderbilt florida game um is it is that game noon as well yes okay yeah so we at least we yeah that's the good news is we get it the hell out of the way so that people don't have to sit there and watch it later on. Uh, I could not believe um, what's the clown's name that used to play for Florida and the Titans, and he's on CBS uh, Sports Network. Kevin Carter. Oh, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Carter from uh, uh, yeah. From you should have heard. You should have heard this clown on the. <sighs> They do. I forget what it's called, but it's like a one-hour uh, preview show that they put out on Friday nights. On, okay. Okay. If that makes sense, I think it's called like College Football Hour or whatever the hell it's called. He's on there. Danny Cannell's on there, which they just recently added him. And then they've got Houston Nut, and yeah. uh, which I cannot stand to listen to that guy talk. Normally, I don't mind uh, Kevin Carter, but he's sitting here trying to, I mean, t- I'll see, he did like a two minute soliloquy about how the Gators better be ready because, yeah. b- because, <laughs> because Vanderbilt is going to come strapped and ready to play. And the Gators better be ready to, to, to play, uh, at the highest level. He tried to compare it to some game he played when he was in, in uh, at Florida. I'm like, dude, this Vanderbilt team, you, you were going up against Woody Ball in, in, in when right. you, the Vanderbilt is trash. Vanderbilt, yeah. it, it, I don't even know if Vanderbilt is a should even be not forget Power Five. I don't know if they should be in Division One A football yeah. at the at this point. That well, can, they're young. Yeah, they're young and and, <laughs> and, and they're rebuilding as as we do. No, in, as we no, do. That is that is UT. As we do in the state of Tennessee. Uh, them and UT and uh, MTSU is starting to get that moniker as well. I've heard some yeah. MTSU fans tell me that you know we're we're young. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, any chance in hell that that Florida doesn't cruise in this game by about fifty? Um. I I, I think the I think the reason the line might be in jeopardy is just because. Um, We'll have the tendency to give up a big player too, and hopefully with a lead, we'll we'll get some of the young guys on defense to play a lot in the second half. And and a couple uh, Arkansas's late touchdown last week came against the the second team um, defense. But yeah, you know it's funny. So Carter was Carter played for us, say from like ninety two, or I'm sorry, yeah, ninety two to starting at least ninety two to ninety four, ninety five, and. The, the, there's one game in this series everybody points to that's kind of the scary game, and that was the 96-team that won the national title, went to Vanderbilt and got a 28-7 lead, and all of a sudden, you know, Werfel threw a pick six, and I think he fumbled, and they picked it up for a touchdown. So with a lot of their help, Vanderbilt got back in, and we had to convert a late fourth down to, to kind of seal the victory. But that was a much better Vanderbilt team, at least defensively, than, than what they have now, obviously, and, and they weren't low on numbers due to 
you know, guys opted out and attrition and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and they weren't, you know, trying to figure out if they're going to keep a coach or not. So um, this Vanderbilt team is awful on defense. They, they might be the worst division one team on defense in the country. And that's without, you know, um, you having any guys that even really bear mention in, in naming on their defense. I think the quarterback seal has because we don't know their names. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and to be honest with you this week, I usually, I do a little, I do a lot more game prep for, for bigger games. Vanderbilt, I kind of took the week off, but um, I do think seal, the quarterback has a chance to be decent uh, down the road. I think he's just a freshman and, and he's looked pretty good so far. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's not the team where they have like one really good receiver, one really good running back, no offensive line and a, okay quarterback that's kind of been their tendency the last 10 years and they don't have any of that and then the defense stinks they they give a new definition to to the no-name defense uh that's that's all i'm getting at they, <laughs> this is not to be confused with the 72 dolphins this is the no-name defense because nobody knows who the hell they are uh but you know they should because you always see their jerseys their their names of their jerseys in plain view on the on the television screen as they're chasing down the guy who, who's got the ball. <laughs> yeah, there you don't see the front of the Vanderbilt defense very very often. It's always no. the back of it. Uh, exactly. Matt, what say you about this? I think they're going to win by about fifty. I think this is an easy under pick. Honestly, I think it'll be about a forty-eight to seven game. Honestly, I think. Uh, what is the under? Get... I've been... it's a. Uh, 68. Uh, I think Trask is pulled. I think Florida scores 70 by themselves. No, I think this is a Heisman by... game for Trask. If he can roll up freaking seven, eight, nine touchdowns. No, last game was a Heisman game for him. I think they pull him in the third quarter and they, and their defense steps up against Vanderbilt. I would not be willing to take that, but fair enough. Uh, is that is that one of your uh, picks of the day? That's going to be one of my picks, yes. Okay, so we'll go ahead and put that down. Uh, Matt has uh, the under at 68 of the of the Florida-Vanderbilt game. I would just be a little scared about that because I think it could be 35 nothing 10 minutes into the first quarter, and then you're going, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, and there's nothing to say that Florida's backups can't score at will on Vanderbilt too. Vanderbilt has shown no ability to stop the ball, but I get what you're saying. Like may, maybe they pull them out. Uh, Dan Mullen doesn't seem like the type that has a lot of uh, uh, mercy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mullen, yeah. Mullen's classy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't see him pulling a lot of mercy. So if if for whatever reason he gets it in his crawl that he wants to hang a hundred, they could hang a hundred. So I'd be, I would just yeah. be worried about that. Unless there's is, is the weather at least bad up there? I think it's supposed to be nice. I think it's supposed to be yeah, like it's, it's not nice right now. Yeah. It's supposed to be like mid sixties, kind of, kind of mild for that game. I've been there when it's freezing cold and I've been there when it's kind of like, stick your head out the window car and let yeah. us know what's going on. <laughs> I, I forgot Matt's got a little closer, a uh, little closer view of it than I do. But. Uh, it, it, it's, it's sunny outside right now, but it's probably like 30, 30 degrees. So yeah, but I mean, that's like freaking perfect football weather, right? If it's sunny, yeah. as long as the wind's not, not stopping you from passing the ball. Uh, I think, I think that's going to be a light up show. Iowa Penn state, this game intrigues me and I'll tell you why. Um, Iowa, I think is starting to play pretty good football and it just flipped to a pick this morning. Oh. And I've got Iowa 
as my pick. I'm I'm also taking Florida minus the points. I got them at 30 and a half last night. I think it's moved up a few points um, this morning. If if you're gonna take Florida, you better jump on it quick because I'm telling you that that line's gonna get past 35 before kickoff. But Iowa is a pick'em. And there's a couple of things to be noted here. First of all, Iowa tends to play better as the season goes on. Their defense starts to get playing, is playing better, and their offense is starting to get going. I just don't think, I think Penn State's a fraud this year. I think they never should have been in the top 10. They lost way too many players. And now you've got this scandal that's coming out with uh, James Franklin. Is that going to be a, a, uh, I don't know if it's a major distraction, but I, th- I think it could take a hit. For people that miss that, there's allegations that um, Franklin basically looked the other way on a violent uh, situation between two of his players, and because his star player was involved, he told the non-star player to not call the police. That's his story. Uh, once again, th- these are allegations. This has not been proven. But that's what they're dealing with is that there was a knife pulled. There was a, there was altercation where there was choking involved. And James Franklin supposedly told the kid, don't say anything. And it came out during his interview at his combine. He brought it up. I don't know how that comes up. I don't know if like the first question. I've, I've never been at the combine being interviewed. I don't know if they say, so have you done any shady junk? What's going on with you? <laughs> and the kid just folded like a cheap suit. Well, James Franklin said, don't tell anybody. It was him. <laughs> he's pointing. He's pointing at the doll where he touched him. It's like, <laughs> wait, what? No, man. We were talking about, you know, the, we thought that maybe you, uh, where, where'd you get them shoes from? What are you talking about? The, you know, the, <laughs> the court reporter just typing away. Um, the, but the other thing, from from a motivational standpoint, I found this interesting. I did not know this. Kirk Ferentz, he is on the verge. He's sitting at ninety nine wins in Big Ten history. He has a chance to win his one hundredth. So there's that extra juice there. There's only three other college football coaches in the history of the Big Ten to have reached 100 wins in Big Ten lore. And the two off the jump, I think everyone's going to be able to guess pretty quick, is Woody Hayes and Bo Schembechler, right? I Immediately, I was like, okay. The third one, I would have never guessed this because I didn't. it didn't dawn on me that the Big Ten was that old. Nebraska's coach, I would assume. No, because Nebraska just reached the Big Ten like a few years ago. Okay. Uh, so... You know, back when Nebraska was in its heyday, they would have been in the Big Eight. These are conference wins in the actual Big Ten. Amos Alonzo Stagg from Chicago University has 115 wins. I had no idea that they would have played that many games back then, and the Big Ten reached back that far. For people who don't know that name, like that's, I mean, that's a Pop Warner lore. That's Heisman Trophy name lore. I mean, that is well over a century ago. Amos Alonzo Stag at 115 wins, but Ferenc has a chance to get a 99, uh, get 100. I'm a little surprised that Hayden Fry's not on that list, but I guess he just never. So where where was Osborne then? Osborne was once again in the Big Eight conference. He was never in the Big Big Ten conference. Okay. I'm yeah, they Chicago was in that. Okay, okay. Chicago was in the Big Ten at that time. 
Okay, these are these are conference wins that were actually took place in the. It would it would be like you asking why isn't Bobby Bowden on the all time SEC list because he because he because he never coached in that conference. So that's why uh, Osborne went in Nebraska joined seven years ago ish somewhere in that area. Yeah, somewhat like, something like that. I was gonna say maybe twenty. Has it been yeah, that long? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think so. It's all that stuff. It ends up being longer than uh, longer than you think sometimes um, with all that stuff. Like I, I mean, A and M's been in the SEC. A and M and Missouri have been in the SEC now since 2012. So um, I think uh, not not all that happened at the same time, but I think similar time frame. Yeah, I don't know if it's been 20 years because that seems that seems crazy that. Uh... No, it's it hadn't been that long. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said twenty years. Oh no, no, no. I, I think I want to say it happened around two thousand twelve or so, somewhere around. Yeah. That okay, that's what I said about about seven or yeah, eight yeah. years. Okay, that's that's um that's what. All right, never mind. I I misunderstood. Yeah, I thought you said twenty. Um, okay. They uh, anyways. Um, well, I'm not going to go Google it because that's going to take forever. They're going to try to sell you. <laughs> <I'll> go, <laughs> I'll do a deep dive and all, and they'll end up trying to sell me a Nebraska hat or something. Uh, You're gonna be wearing a Cornhusker next week. I'm like, <laughs> McGee, why in the hell is there a picture of Tom Osborne behind you? Well, see what happened was. I, I do like Iowa in that game. They're they're running the ball pretty well, and um, I was gonna beat them. Yeah, it's, it's and, a pick'em. I can't yeah, believe it's other, a pick'em. Penn Penn State really didn't show any life last week until the the backup quarterback came in and he played pretty well and kind of rallied him a little bit. But you know you get a week of film and and things change with that too. And I don't think Franklin decided. Franklin was too busy putting out other fires to figure out what quarterback he's going to start today anyway. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I think Iowa be, Iowa wins today and Penn State starts off zero and five. It's crazy. And if they go like winless or win one or two games with the controversy it's going on i don't think his job's in jeopardy but if they somehow prove that james franklin turned a blind eye to one of his athletes pulling a knife on one of his other athletes that's going to be an issue you you know he you know, he forgets that he's not in the sec anymore you don't just get to do that kind of stuff <laughs> well and he you know there were some some big time murmurs about him covering up some things at vanderbilt too that uh that didn't necessarily, you know, reach the the top billing of the press, and he had to testify in a you know alleged rape case and stuff like that over there. Some Title IX stuff. So um, he's uh, he's been through this before in a different place. Hey, glass half I, I've full never of trusted that guy. By the way, you're teaching your kids to pull a knife, not a gun. So good job. Well, at Vanderbilt, you're not pulling a knife; you're pulling a protractor out, and you, you know you can still kind of exactly. stick them with the, you know a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that needle side of the compass gets kind of sharp after a little bit. <laughs> It does, and if you don't have a pocket protector, you could really do some damage to somebody, which yeah, right. you just have to know where, where to hit them at. Uh, the other games that are going on early on, uh, we'll wait to talk Florida State when uh, uh, Angelo is going to get here in a, in a second, so we'll rip that Band-Aid off whenever he gets here. Uh, <laughs> good God. Uh, can't wait for that one. That was really getting my uh, – but the earlier games – Indiana, Ohio State. Unfortunately, that's a noon game. I really wish that was a later game because you have the Florida and Florida State game are both being played at noon. You're going to have to kind of dual watch if you're going to keep an eye on both of them. Uh, Indiana's getting 20. 
That's going to be another one of my uh, six packs for today. So I've taken Iowa. I'm taking Florida minus the points. I'm taking Indiana and the points. 20 points in an early game with no fans in the stands because the Ohio governor is going off of the off of the you know far left uh, you know shut everything down scenarios. So you're gonna so it's gonna be like playing in a library, I would think. I not that Ohio State can't won't win the game, but you're expecting them to come out and hitting on all cylinders in an early ball game. I I think twenty points is extremely high. Tony, what say you? Uh, I think I think it is. I I just I Ohio State covers. I think because they'll they'll kind of get a lead and, and pull away late. I think Indiana's had good success. Uh, by keeping games close and, and winning games, you know, in the last couple possessions, similar to, to Penn State that game, and uh, but I, I I love watching this Indiana team play. It took me a long time to buy into them. I, I don't expect them to win today. I, I think uh, I I would say like a Ohio State, you know, thirty eight to twenty, something like that, which would which would uh, cover. So, um, but I, I do think. Um, you know, the that's, IU coach is going to be. That's good, old, gonna, that's good old Florida math right there. 38 to 20 would not cover that. It's 18 points. 20 is. Oh, I thought it was. A, I'm sorry. I thought 20 is higher than, than 18. But, you know. <laughs> Here in America. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a 20. Well, when point. I was at Walmart and they handed me that University of Florida dip- diploma, they didn't ask all these difficult yeah. questions. It's uh, ridiculous. It, it, was, it, was, it was more of a self checkout. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that, and and it was, that's how Tony. It was buy one, get one free. I, I actually, yeah. ma- actually, actually majored at a. At Florida and minored at Notre Dame, so that's why I got both of them. I, I, I got into a barb with our uh, uh, Matt Carr. I got into our a barb with with our buddy uh, Will Banks because he sent me some tweet where some bozo guy that claims he's a Florida State fan says, "If you watch the game tomorrow, it was something to the effect of if you watch the game tomorrow, you're you're a really diehard fan, you know that kind of thing, you know, insinuating that we're going to get blown out." And of course, the guy who sends the tweet. Had had gone out there. I don't know what you're trying to show me, man. Get your twenty point five. That's what I was looking at. Regardless, thirty eight to twenty does not cover the spread. That's eighteen, That's 18. points. <laughs> That's eighteen. You said that that you thought Ohio State would cover the spread. Oh no no no! Ohio State covers because they score a late touchdown. You're cut off, late. man. You're cut off. Yeah. You're drinking way too early. <laughs> this is all how I ended up at UCLA. I'm going to be getting text messages later. When they end up winning by 19, say, see, I told you they'd cover. And I'm like, no, they didn't cover the spread. <laughs> Greater than. 38-20, Indiana covers. That's how I ended up at UCF with this math. But, but you anyway. leave, but you led off with saying that that, that uh, they would not cover, that Ohio State was going oh, to I cover, and you went down that rabbit hole. Now you're now you're just defending <laughs> it to defend. You're like that see, drunk I'm, guy who goes, I'm telling you right now, there was a president in between Obama and Trump. You don't, yeah, see, don't, don't Google don't me. Don't at me, brah. Yeah, I've got a future in uh, politics for sure. Yeah. So. Um, um, but yeah, no, I um, I use coaches going to be one to watch. I think in this off season, if we start to see more coaches uh, get shown the door, it would be interesting to see what IU would take, how, how they would take steps to ensure he stayed if they have that monetary backing, uh, all that kind of stuff. But anyways, um, Matt. What do you like that's on, the only, on that game? That's the only. I'm interested in two games today. 
I had that um, game like 30 to 20. I think they win, but I don't think they cover the spread. Well, 30 to 20 covers, right? Ohio State does not cover the spread. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Uh, no, that's the game I want to see. I want to see Indiana. Uh, I almost want to pick that as my underdog pick, but I'm not saying that right now. Uh, the Tennessee-Auburn game is probably going to be my underdog pick. But uh, I think I think Ohio State wins that game. Okay. Let's take a really quick break. Uh, Angelo is joining us, and we will be doing the stupid underdog picks. We'll be back in a flash here on the Armchair Quarterbacks. Keep it locked in here. We'll be back in about 60 seconds, so hang tight. Visit Shane Company for meaningful holiday gifts. Our in-house design team creates unique styles of fine jewelry in every price range. Exquisite symbols crafted with superior standards and made to last a lifetime. We have a variety of diamond infinity designs to symbolize your everlasting love. We're also known for our natural and vibrant rubies, which represent enduring passion. Or select a stylish necklace with a stone in her favorite color or her birthstone so you'll always be close to her heart. Our jewelry consultants in the store and online will help you find something beautiful to put under the tree. Your gift will be a symbol of your love that will be treasured forever. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and Shaneco.com. Open weekdays 10 till 8, Saturday 10 till 5, and Sunday noon till 5. Now on Sunday mornings at a new time, we're going 11 a.m. Eastern to noon Eastern with the NFL Fantasy Football Stardom Sinem Pick'em Show. We do DFS, season-long fantasy, and we keep a winning record against the spread. 11 to noon on Sundays, the armchair quarterbacks have got you covered all football season long. Taylor, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Smoking. I'm smoking. I'm smoking. Oh, I can't believe you. You've been so good for three years. And this is my reward. <laughs> Just hold on a second, all right? Just think about what you went through the last time you quit. Okay, so this time I won't quit. No. There's no need to fear. Stupid. Underdog is here. Stupid. Underdog. Stupid. Underdog. Stupid. Underdog. Stupid. Underdog. Speed of lightning, roar of thunder, fighting all who rob or plunder. Stupid. Underdog. Welcome back here to the Armchair Quarterbacks. Stupid underdog picks. I don't know what the hell I did. I just had it in my hand. Uh, I'll, I'll have to find it here in a second. I know the standings go. Uh, Matt is sitting at seven and a half. I think I think I'm 21, and Angelo's in front of me by half point at 21 and a half. And then it's Tony, and then Sean, and I can't remember the exact number on Tony and Sean, but I'll, I'll find that here once. Like I just had it in my hand, and I have way too many pieces of paper up here, and that's what happens when that goes down. Yeah, exactly. you're making it up. I want to see the results. Exactly. Um, but I know that you, I, I know you have a slight lead, and um, here it is. Good God! I'll do what Tony did. 
<laughs> they covered the spread. Uh, okay, Carr is sitting at seven and a half. I'm sitting at 20.5. 20, 20. Angelo has 21. Tony, I I guess you covered yours last week. Is that is that why I have your so I have yours down at 26? Didn't hit, but you, but you covered the yeah. spread. Sean did not cover. He is sitting at uh, 29. So yeah, Wake Forest blew that huge lead they had. Thanks to thanks, Wake. That's what you had. That's right. But they were getting like two touchdowns and they lost by like yeah. six. So yeah, that, okay. Yeah. So I think you were the only one that covered. Sean might have covered. That, that was a game, man. That was a game. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Heisman games, good lord, <laughs> Sam Howell. It's a good thing Florida State didn't let that guy weight him down and come to come to Florida State. They <laughs> said, "Wait a minute, you're coming here. We're doubling down on Willie Taggart. Let's go." <laughs> um. Okay, Matt, where are you going with your stupid underdog pick for the day? Uh, I really want to go uh, the the Indiana game, but I just I think Ohio State is the real deal. So I want to go Oklahoma State uh, plus seven over Oklahoma. Oklahoma State Oklahoma State plus seven. Okay, that was that was my favorite one. So I'll, I'll go ahead and flip flop. I'll take uh, I'll take Indiana. They're they're getting a. Uh, 20 and a half i'll go ahead and take them and and hopefully i can just hit big and if not if not I i'm hope, for you man I, I, hope, I hope you hit it well it's got to be a good omen because because they're exact underdogs of of what uh, my exact score is and we've been bitching and fighting about that particular spread all morning so we might as well <laughs> i might as well take the game <laughs> um angelo where are you going I'm stuck between two. Um, Florida State is getting 35 and a half. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted because I don't know if they're going to lose by 35, maybe 34, 33, but uh, I'm, I'm going uh, I'm gonna go UCF. And five, what's, what's five and a half? Five and a half. Okay. UCF five and a half. I like that. That's, that's We'll talk about that game in a second, but that's one of my favorite games of the day as far as watching. Uh, Tony, where are you going on yours? I'm going to take UCLA over over Oregon. I think I think UCLA has been putting up a lot of points. I don't know if they'll get the get the win, but I think that'll, that'll be a fun game to watch. The other one I was kind of looking at, um, if I was a little bit more confident in the way Mississippi State's been handling COVID lately, um, I'm a little tempted to take them and against Georgia. Uh, Georgia's trying to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback with Bennett Hurt. They have Mathis, and it sounds like JT Daniels might actually get to get the play. Uh, this week for them and uh, you know Georgia hasn't played in a few weeks so maybe there's a little bit of rust there so you're taking UCLA plus 17 I am okay UCLA plus 17 and Sean will chime his in on the on the Facebook thing later okay so just to clarify uh make sure I put it for some reason last week it didn't get put in I had to go back and listen to the whole damn thing uh you <laughs> UCLA Plus seventeen. Angelo is going with UCF, and they're getting five and a half. Matt, who who did you take again? Uh, Oklahoma State's uh, plus seven. Plus seven, which is the the game of the week, so to speak, uh, on ABC. Um, I talked about this earlier in the week, but I, I just I can't believe that it's not the the uh, Ohio State game. I get that that game may and technically be a better game, but Oklahoma or Oklahoma State are, is not going to the 
playoffs. It's just not going to happen. And then I, I'm going with Indiana um, plus 20 and a half. If you're betting on this online, you can probably buy the point. I would say buy the point, get you to 21 and a half because you don't want to sit there and go, oh, 31 to 10. That's great. They put up a good effort and I lost everything. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm always a proponent of buying a half point or buying a full point to to put it in your favor a little bit. Uh, I know you don't win as much back and there's a lot of betters that would say you shouldn't do that because of the long run, but I say screw you, buddy. I'm trying to win. And um, if I lay 100 to win 90, or I buy a point and it goes down for me to 100 to win 80. I'd rather do that than to lose the entire 100. So that's that's my take on it. I I get all the all the theories behind not doing it, but I also believe that when you have the ability to do it in a situation like that, I don't do it in a normal thing. If it's like five and a half, I don't buy it up to six and a half. I'll do it if if it's a full increment of a touchdown. Uh, okay, so we will put that in and hopefully this thing. All right, I see it now, so there's no way in hell it didn't happen this time. So here we go. Uh, let's go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off, Angelo. Uh, your Seminoles are taking on my Clemson Tigers this week. Um, <laughs> uh, I hit the wrong thing. Um, let me get this thing out of the way because we look like the Brady Bunch when I've got that many. Uh, there we go. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Angelo. Florida State's a five-touchdown underdog to Clemson. Did you ever thought you'd see the day? No. And I, I always I always had hope going And out. it's at home, by the way, y'all. It's not five touchdowns in Clemson. It's five touchdowns at home. So those three points to wiggle with. Okay, I get yeah. you. So on a neutral field, we're thirty-eight and a half point underdogs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's crazy to me how you could go from where we were six years ago, latest six years ago, five years ago, to where we are now. And uh, did and anyone, by the way, read the uh, ESPN article that was yeah. out? Yes, was it yesterday or the day before? Yeah. Uh, in a deep hole or whatever it was called. Uh, I thought it was really, I thought it was well done. It, it kind of contradicted itself in certain points, but that's not, you know, the whole base of the article was pretty solid. And it lays out what Florida State fans saw all along. And it just, it still kills me. And Angela knows what I'm talking about. There is a percentage of the Florida State fan base on Twitter. And I know that Twitter attracts the biggest idiots on the planet. We get that. But there, what would you say? A thirty percent ish FSU Twitter still thinks that uh, Willie Taggart wasn't given enough time. Yeah, it's a good amount. And yet, it's laid out in that article what we saw every single week, which was even the players felt like that that the practices were a joke compared to what I think. I think the exact quote in the article was compared to what we went with Jimbo where every single uh, you know play at practice had to be to perfection and this felt like a little league practice where like it, you know eh, you know the way I took at it was okay guys well you know you tried hard and then the other thing that cracked me up because before he, it, the paragraph even ended I knew where this was going 
one of the players was saying that that Willie Taggart kept saying that this is the championship way. This is the championship way. And the player said, "What the hell is he talking about? He's never won a championship. How does he know what the championship way is?" I think you. I think you mentioned uh, orange slices yesterday in our show. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I can just i I see, you know, guys like Jimbo who are always going to be successful, whether he wins championships at A&M or not, however long he's there. He's never going to have just a crap program for a long period of time because there's an inner drive, and you didn't see that. In, I never saw the inner drive from Willie Taggart. I felt like he was singing Kumbaya and Give Peace a Chance and was just happy to be at Florida State, right? He'd, he'd met his... <laughs> He had finally gotten his dream job, and he had essentially retired. He just hadn't told anybody. And I, for one, am glad he's gone, but I, I hope some of these idiots finally read that and realized that he had to go. And and then the whole thing that was laid out, the, the inner fighting between the booster club, the athletic director, uh, the president – that went on for several years. I'm hoping they've 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 taken that next step to to move on from this, as uh, some of the guys are now gone, and they're talking about building new facilities, et cetera, et cetera. But it's a very good read if you're a Florida State fan, or even if you're just a college football fan, to see it, where it all went to crap, and why Jimbo got why Jimbo got frustrated and wanted to leave and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, back to the game itself. <laughs> oh yeah. that thing. <laughs> I mean, what the experts are predicting is essentially a 51 to 14 win. If you're looking at the, if you're looking at the score on the team totals, uh, Florida state, that's another one of my picks. Florida state has gone down to a, a team total of 13 and a half. I do think they get that. Jordan Travis is going to play quarterback, is going to start a quarterback today. I think that improves their chances to, to get two solid touchdowns throughout an entire game. That's so ridiculously sad that we're, that's what we're saying. But even through a back door, I think that they can get the 14 points. Um, see any hope that they can – I'm not concerned as much about moving the ball. It's how the hell are we going to stop them. And Trevor Lawrence, if you're ever going to catch him sleepwalking, this isn't the day because he hasn't been on the field in what feels like almost a month because of his COVID and whatnot. So he's been focused. He's excited to play this game. So what little chance that they were going to sneak up and, and you know do the damn thing is out the window. What say you, Angela? Yeah. I mean, and, and you heard Dabo's quote. I think it was yesterday how he said that or two days ago. He was in the press conference and he was saying how Florida State still has players. They, you know, there's still highly ranked players coming out. And, you know, Dabble's not going to take it lightly. He's definitely going to come out. I mean, he's going to Does he running. know that uh, all of those players have already declared themselves eligible for the draft or are faking injuries so they don't have to play this year? You know, okay. <laughs> it's, it, it, his team is going to be ready. I mean, the only hope that we have is that it's like the UNC game where somehow we get a couple stops, a couple turnovers early in the game. I don't know. I mean, if you if you go up, right, you have to slow down the slow down the clock. You know, I know they like to play fast with Travis, but it's going to be have to be a game where if you go up, you got to eat that man. You mean you have to snap the ball at one second on the play clock every single time, just to be able to cover the spread. I'm even talking about winning the game. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I really don't see a way. 
Uh, I mean, watch this one come down to a field goal. We're going to miss it at the end. <laughs> um, but what's that? I said a wide right. I would be fine with that. If it came down to that, that would mean at least at least there's a heartbeat left. Um, man, I was really hoping for snow. There's no chance of rain today in Tallahassee. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping something would be on it. Aren't one of those hurricanes due to blow through there? <laughs> Can't we have a COVID outbreak and just never play this game? Um What's your score on it? And we, we can move on from that from this terrible game. <laughs> I think we'll cover. I think it'll be 40, like 41, 40 to 10. Like I'm saying 70 to 21. I think Jesus. I just don't think they're going to be able to stop Trevor Lawrence <laughs> and company. And I think Trevor Lawrence they've got no like, run defense. And oh, by the way, ETN might be pretty good this year. I mean, I just don't see how they're going to stop him. I think Trevor Lawrence is getting more realistic that he might go to the Jets, so he might back off a little bit. Yeah, but you're, you're asking for the full time score. That was my halftime score. For oh, you. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at the fact that I don't think that uh, Clemson is going to have any. First of all, there's there's no love lost from them, so they don't care if they blow the doors off Florida State. They're going to be like, you know what, you had it coming. I hell, I was in the stadium when what did we beat them? Fifty nine to nothing or something like that. Ninety nine, I think it was. It was something ridiculous, and Clemson that was, was the like nineties, man. And Clemson was ranked. Hell, in twenty thirteen, we went in there and shocked the world because we went in there and blew them out in Clemson when that was supposed to be that was the marquee game of the night, and that was supposed to be a really close game. In fact, Florida State was a a, a touchdown underdog. And that was the game where everyone was like, okay, well, maybe this FSU team's actually good. Like, going into that, I was like, I don't know about this, man. This is Jameis Winston. I don't know about this cat. Da 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 da. They had just, uh, the Boston College game was the week before where they had to have basically, they had a Hail Mary at the halftime uh, to, to, to keep them in the game. And then they, they finally won. And then they get to the Clemson game. I was like, this is where we're going to find out how good we really are. We blew them out. That, I guarantee you, all that stuff is still in Debus when he's mine. Um, and that started with the with the turnover in the first possession. I think uh, they, they beat did. Georgia Tech seventy three to seven, and Florida State lost to Georgia Tech. That's all I'm saying. So that's <laughs> was that was that the pre crab incident or post seventy three to seven was like three or four weeks ago. Oh no, I, I thought you were talking about the James Winston thing. Never mind. Oh, that was twenty thirteen. That that was a pre crab. That that was before he knew that he could uh, do some uh, secret shopping and get some. <laughs> um, so that's that that's where I'm getting seventy to twenty one. At anyways, we can move on from that terrible game. Uh, I seriously doubt many people are going to be watching it. That's the only good part of it. They'll see highlights, but they'll be watching Indiana versus Ohio State. Um, moving on from that game. We've got some interesting ones that we'll go ahead and move on from the 12 o'clock slate. I mean, LSU, Arkansas, real quick. Everyone give me a prediction. Uh, Angela, I'll start with you. Yeah, I think it's going to be, um, it's gonna be a good game, but I think LSU is going to pull it out. I think they're going to win. We'll go 28-17. to 17. Tony? Actually, I kind of like Arkansas in this game, um, you know, along those lines, like a, a 28-24 kind of game. Matt? Uh, Arkansas 
I'm I, I'm just convinced that LSU's not very good. And so I think I'm gonna go Arkansas. Um, but not because I think Arkansas is any good, just because it's at home. So I I thirty one thirty. Uh th- the three thirty games we already talked about the Iowa Penn State game, but the big game, Cincinnati and I never thought I'd say say that. The big game, Cincinnati versus Central Florida. The Bearcats giving up five points on the road. I think Central Florida has a very, very good chance of winning this game. In fact, I'm a little surprised that they're underdogs. Surprised it's not closer to a pick'em. Maybe even Central Florida being favored. But if Cincinnati wins, for all you Gator fans, Texas A&M fans, uh, who who. You know, even BYU, I'm, but I'm trying to think of the Power Fives that are on the outside looking in right now. You do not want Cincinnati to win this game because if they win this game, that was that might be the last chance you have for Cincinnati to lose the rest of the season. So I'm I'm going to take Central Florida to win this game, uh, 35-31. Tony, what say you? Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching this one. Uh, I think you know. UCF realized their defense isn't any good after they lost the the back-to-back games, and I think they're just going to try and let Dylan Gabriel throw for as many yards as possible. But the Cincinnati defense is really good. Um, I'll take UCF, I think, in a close one, like 44-41. to I think it's going to be a a blast of a game to watch. Um, I think Cincinnati playing – maybe maybe playing on natural grass will slow them down a little bit, and uh, UCF will sneak out a win. Matt, what say you? Um, I think Cincinnati's kind of the real deal. They haven't played a lot of people, but I mean, seven and zero, seven and zero. I hope they don't win, but uh, I think they win probably by a ten point, ten point margin. Angela, yeah, Dylan Gabriel's a real deal. I mean, he's going to get three thousand yards today. Um, well, he's going to need to if they, if they're going to win. Not obviously for this game for the season. Uh, I'm going to say thirty-seven, thirty-one, UCF. I was going to ask what the score would be if he threw for 3,000 yards this afternoon. A 10-7 game. <laughs> yeah, they just – their red zone offense is just terrible. They, they really just couldn't get anything going between the – you know, if, once they got outside of between the 20s, they couldn't get anything going. If Cincinnati wins, by the way, two games left, Temple and Tulsa. Yeah. So that's, that's what I was saying. Uh, you know, I was looking at some stuff the other – like I think it was last week's show – Cincinnati wasn't going to play anybody this year anyway. They only had uh, – I forget who their random game was, but it was somebody they could beat. Um, and then they're out, the rest of their out-of-conference games weren't any good. So they're basically playing the same schedule that they would be playing without COVID. Hey, Tulsa the top 25 team, so we still – there's still that chance. Yeah, because of that goofy – that <laughs> sit, I, I finally saw the entire uh, tail end of that game, Tony. The, the pick six is one thing, but the freaking – the, the Hail Mary that they had to catch in the end zone yeah. to even force overtime is the other thing. Yeah, and then they had converted like a third down and 15 and a fourth down and 15 even even before that. And that's all. It was the third-string quarterback that was the hero of that game. That's the Darlings, Tony. That's the Darlings this year. It might be, yeah. They've replaced UT San Antonio. So. <laughs> and define, and define a, a golden hurricane to me without being filthy. Okay, that's, right. that's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, moving on from that. I don't think UCLA's got a real chance of play, beating Oregon, so we'll we'll move past that game. Kentucky, Alabama. Kentucky's the thirty point underdog 
I'm, I'm surprised someone didn't jump on that, but I anyone give Alabama any shot of losing this game? Because I don't. No, and I think to pour salt on the wound, I think Kentucky's going to barely have a roster um, this afternoon, too. That's going to make it worse. Have they all just went over for basketball tryouts? Is that why? That, yeah. <laughs> the hell starts, this? starts next week, apparently. Exactly. The hell with this, man. We're going to go play basketball. Yeah. Um, 7 o'clock tonight, Tennessee-Auburn. Um, two teams that are really young, uh, that are rebuilding. Um, <laughs> Tennessee's 2-4. and four. Auburn's four and two, and I couldn't have told you that if uh, I wasn't looking at it because I would have thought they they were both sitting under five hundred. Auburn, uh, Auburn's an eleven yeah. point favorite, by the way. Which I was I, talking to I was talking to Dudley, which is an Auburn fan, and uh, he was talking about Tennessee and how they're young. You know the the Saints, the, you know they're young, they're back. He's like, I don't hear. They're back from a lot of other teams. Is that, is that just a Tennessee ball thing? That's a serious question because he was because I don't hear that from Florida or FSU. Like we're back, baby, we're back. Well, but for, UT uh, fans Florida State back. fans better not say we're back. <laughs> we're back to what the early seventies, but we're back to the pre era, baby. Finally, saying, some every nostalgia. Year, every year when UT plays those three, the first three games of the year before they get to Florida, they'll go three and zero or whatever, two and one. By the way, breaking news: Florida State Clemson has been postponed. Oh shoot! And I don't know why it just flashed up, but I'd, I'll find out in a second. I'm going to guess it's got something to do with COVID. Uh, it seems like that that's the uh, that that's the but it just flashed up. Uh, so Florida State, uh, like I said, if they would have let them play today, Florida State was going to kick the crap out of Clemson, and uh, I, I I had Florida State <laughs> winning that forty two to to uh, to seventeen. I don't know what, but you know, obviously Clemson's too scared to play. Well, uh, you can, you can repick your underdog pick, right? Um, I don't know why. I don't yeah, think that the, the full verbiage. It looks like um, the Atlantic Coast Conference announced today that Clemson at FSU will be postponed. The game was originally scheduled to be played today at noon. The postponement follows this morning's game conference call, at which time both teams' medical personnel were unable to mutually agree on moving forward with the game. Both teams continue to adhere to the minimum outline protocols within the ACC medical advisory group full report, which is available on the ACC.com. I don't know. Maybe they didn't get through uh, Friday, Friday afternoon, or I don't think they test on game day. It's got to be yesterday. Maybe they couldn't. It's either or. that or it has something. Well, the only thing I can think of is with all these shutdowns people are doing, and Florida's not doing a shutdown, is if there's some kind of complaint from Clemson about fans in the stands or that's the only other, other thing that i like regardless it's covid related i guarantee you because well as you, you know the the one thing that i was hoping for from today's florida state clemson game was that um you guys at least would get in lawrence's way once in a while so that he doesn't put up you know 700 yards and, and 16 touchdowns so um you know another day for maybe kyle trask to to make a statement albeit against vanderbilt um, oh trevor lawrence is done as far as uh the Heisman goes. You think you can't miss two games and, and yeah, yeah, right. It, it's no because you're gonna put his numbers up against anyone else's and it's gonna it's gonna be dwarfed and everyone like yeah I get it okay you didn't you know you know COVID blah 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 but they're not gonna vote for for Trevor Lawrence. I'm all for it. Um, look, 
Trask can have the Heisman just as long as Florida doesn't make the playoffs. That's the way I look at it. Because <laughs> we're going to put an asterisk on that Heisman anyways. We're gonna have, that's, like COVID, that's like COVID Heisman. It's going to be a COVID championship anyway. Exactly. So. Florida sure. State's only interested in real championships, not not, <laughs> not these 22 2020 championships that were given out to the Lakers and the Dodgers. I guess Southern Cal will win it for Cal. You know, it's a California themed thing going on right now. Um, so to hell with that. I, I, I guess you can just take my team total off of off the board there. So um, Illinois is getting 17 and a half and Oklahoma state getting seven. Those are my other two uh, for, for the total of the, of the uh, six pack in case I forget to mention it. And I might grab one more before, before we head on. Uh, okay. Um, moving on from that. Let's see. It, it kind of threw me off when, when I saw that blinking up there. I was like, what in the hell? Um, I, what's strange is that you become numb to this. Now, if that would have happened like a couple of years ago, I'd be outraged and raising hell. And I'm just like, whatever, man. Just means I was gonna say what, like what happens if you left it, you know, eight thirty this morning and drive to Tallahassee? Oh, you don't pissed. check your cell phone the whole time. Oh, yeah, that's a good point because if you live in Jacksonville, you you you've already headed to Hassie. Yeah. Because you're only three hours from kickoff. Right. Oh my god. Weird. The timing is the only thing that's weird. It's very weird. If, if you're gonna do it. If you're gonna do that, do it. Do it the night before. Don't. Oh man, that's asinine. Unless, unless they just couldn't get results. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> either that or, or like, I, all of a sudden you don't have a court, like you don't have a quarterback room or something like. Either that, that or yeah, Coach Norvell said that because we are not playing you. Wait a minute. On this roster, you want this rush take on that roster? No, 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 no. Um. Okay, let's move on from. That can go to the next big game on the docket. And what time is that game? It's, it's uh, 4 o'clock. This game doesn't matter from a national perspective, but I think the Virginia Tech-Pittsburgh game is going to be a very good ball game. And I think Pittsburgh's actually going to beat them. I watched Virginia Tech last week with what they called a quarterback. And He's terrible. He might as well be Cordell Patterson out there playing 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 quarterback i mean he's just a a big wide receiver back there playing playing qb the only thing he did was that run down the seam down the sidelines but i have not seen a college football game in 25 to 30 years where you get the ball back with one one point left down one point almost two minutes left on the clock and you're thinking man i don't know if we can get in field goal range yeah, that was, the, that was rough. That's how bad he is. Yeah. I'm surprised that, and Angelo, I, I I know you hate my Pitt Panthers, but don't <laughs> don't you think it's odd that they're underdogs at home to Virginia yeah. Tech? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're not bad. Is it? I, um, I'm assuming that the quarterback's playing today, right? Yeah, he should be. Yeah, he he, he, he didn't like re-injure uh, Pritchett. Um, he didn't re-injure himself or anything, right? I'm not missing that, am I? So no, I mean, it's the same thing as last week when Virginia Tech was, what, only two points on the dog to Miami? What was that? And that's an indictment on Fuentes, too. He's, I mean, he's been a quarterback guy the entire his entire career, and he can't get one decent quarterback that could throw a spiral more than, you know, eight yards at Virginia Tech. 
I mean, that kid was terrible the other day. Well, I'm calling yeah. it. I'm going to go ahead and take Pitt in the points because I'll I'll change that for, from the uh, FSU game. I just don't think Pittsburgh's going to lose at home to Virginia Tech, which is actually a pretty decent rivalry because they go back to, <clears throat> to their Big East days. Um, I 24-21. Matt, what say you? You got a score? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll go twenty four twenty. That's uh, I'll not watch one second of that game. Uh, Tony, along what Matt said, I, I think that score sounds about right, like a twenty four twenty game, and, and Pitt wins. Uh, I just Pitt's defense plays pretty well, and uh, you know uh, Pickett's Pickett's back to being healthy, and I think, uh, like I said, Virginia Tech's quarterback's awful. So if you can't run the ball, and you got to depend on your quarterback here. You're in trouble. Is there no CBS game by the way today? I'm finding this. CBS odd. is showing some Mountain West game at 3:30. I think they've got Nestler and uh, what's Nevada. They're yeah. they're not doing an SEC game. Nope. What the hell is that about? Uh, one of the it was I forget which one. One of the it, cancellations. I'm assuming the A and M cancellation. Oh, I, think it, I think they had Ole Miss and Texas A and M this week. Okay, which I was kind of but you but you can't flip flop that to. You couldn't have put Kentucky, Alabama, or something. I mean, who the hell's gonna watch? You talking about not watching one minute of something? I'm not gonna watch a Mountain West. I'll be. I guarantee I'll be watching the the Pittsburgh Virginia Tech game before I watch anything else that's gonna be on at four o'clock. Yeah. How how geek do you think Nestler is to be doing Nevada and you know Wichita <laughs> State or whoever the heck they're playing? Uh, my dream finally came true. I finally got to call this game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna Bucket be. List. He's it's like gonna, I've called every game now. <laughs> It's gonna be like it's gonna be like the old uh, was it Snickers commercials where the guy comes out I love you Detroit and the guy the what guy whispers we're in Cincinnati oh yeah that's it. <laughs> he's uh, what, what what a nightmare of a game that's gonna be Angela what's your, what's your score in this game in the uh, Pittsburgh games make sure you're recording this because I think Pittsburgh's gonna win too wow can yeah. I get you on record for saying the Pitt Panthers are for real. No, you cannot. I just think they're going to win this game. They, they are back, baby. We'll <laughs> <laughs> um, win this game pretty handily. Speaking of a game that's under the radar, and I think the, the, the point spread is strange, once again, Liberty Flames are getting no love. They're getting five points at NC State. I know that NC State blew out a very, 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 very good Florida State team that would have taken out Clemson today. But... <laughs> What, what does Liberty have to do to at least be a pick em in any of these games? I, I say give me Liberty in the plus five. I got Liberty winning somewhere around, I don't know, 35-31. Um, Angelo, what say you? Yeah, that, that was my other pick. I was going to pick Liberty for the, the underdog, but I think they'll win. I think it'll be, um, I'll go 38-28. to 38-28. Tony? I actually, if NC State was the underdog, I was going to take NC State in this one. I think this is where Liberty's uh, undefeated season ends today. I hope they, I hope they cruise. I hope we get uh, Coastal Carolina, Liberty, and Cincinnati and BYU in our Final Four for the. For the <laughs> <laughs> just, just let's do it. Let's come on. Um, I'm a North Carolina State. I'm a North Carolina State fan. They're favored by five. I got four and a half, but uh, I, I'm going for Liberty. I think North Carolina State wins the game, but I'm I'm with you, Dave. Uh, I think 
I want Liberty and all the small teams to be up there at the end. I just want there to be a lot of bitching. That's that's all I want. Because right. Well, I think Liberty and Coastal Carolina play here. In a, in they do. The final game of the season. The week after. It's their final game of the season. I don't know the date, but it's their final game of the season. Because yeah. they've had that circle. That, uh, Hugh Freeze was on television about four or five days ago, and he, and he was uh, – anyways, they, they had that game circled. Um, will, will, will college game day be there? I don't know, but is Liberty uh, going to get caught in a trap game at NC State looking looking ahead to Coastal <laughs> Carolina? That, that's what you have to look at. Uh, Missouri, South Carolina. Yet another game I'd watch over Mountain West crap. Well, whatever the hell you're talking about is going to be on CBS today. Missouri, South Carolina, no one realistically cares, but I'm going to take Missouri to win. Um, it's not even worth the score. Tony, what say you? Uh, Missouri by about a hundred. Um, I think uh, half of South Carolina's team opted out. Uh, Mike Bobo will take over as coach for a few weeks, and then they'll they'll figure something out. But uh, I, Missouri's all right. I, I just think their SC is going to mail it in, and they'll be done. Angela, yeah, Missouri. Missouri by like fourteen. Matt, uh, another game I won't watch one second of, but yeah, Missouri by we'll say ten. What are you going to be watching your stories tonight? Like, what the hell are you talking about? All, all these games you're not going to watch. They're they're not good games. Well, anything's better than not than what not watching college football. What the hell are we talking about here? Um, pick something out since uh, there's no FSU Clemson game today. Matt. You can't complain <laughs> about this and then ask me in the middle of January if I'm watching the Wizards versus the Nets because a really good play just happened. Okay, I'm just putting that out there. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch the uh, replay of the uh, Florida State-Alabama State game. You should watch the replay of the Florida State-Clemson game. That's probably what they'll have on on uh, ACC Network. It'll be <laughs> – can 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 we handpick the year that, that we put, that they put that on instead? Um, we we kind of got into it real quick, but then the, the news broke. But Auburn, uh, Auburn, Tennessee, who did you guys like it? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. Um I, I want to, I, I want Tennessee to win that game. Uh, I think they will win that game. I think it'll be. You about do you want them to win. win? I thought you hated Tennessee. <clears throat> I do. I just. I, is it because you really want to, Is it? I don't want is it because you know too many Auburn fans and you want to stick it in their face? Kind of. Because <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I hang out with more Auburn fans nowadays than I do Tennessee fans. <laughs> uh, and one of, one of my one of my good buddies is a, he believes in he he keeps saying Bo Nix is better than Trask, so I just I go Tennessee. I think I think Auburn pounds them. I just don't think uh, Tennessee is going to Tennessee's not in much better shape than Florida State is right now. So I I don't see them beating Auburn. Uh, Angela, yeah, I have Auburn thirty four twenty seven. Tony. Yeah, Bo Nix at home is much better than Bo Nix anywhere else. Um, so I'll, I'll go uh, Auburn, uh, probably twenty-seven and ten. And I think the only one, only game of interest that, that we haven't talked about yet, realistically, is the Oklahoma State Oklahoma game. That's going to be the seven thirty game of ABC. Uh, big game. I've got Oklahoma State winning this game. I'm shocked that they are underdogs. And I'll tell you what, if they don't win. Gundy's going to start hearing some rumblings. I saw the stat last night. He's either two and sixteen or two and eighteen versus Oklahoma lifetime at, at Oklahoma State. 
how the hell has he kept his job? I didn't realize it was that bad. I felt like that they pull off this upset every once in a while that maybe he was averaging like one every four or five years. He's won twice in like 20 years. He better get the win tonight. I, I don't care if it is at OU. Uh, I, think that's a, I think that's an easy over on that game. I'm going to say 38-35 Oklahoma State. Yeah. Tony? Yeah, I'll, I'll go on there. Uh, I think I'm going to OU in this game. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's going to be like a 56 to, you know, 49 kind of last possession game. I, I think um, uh, OU is just uh, – I'll take that big game experience that a quarterback's played in this game before Oklahoma State's quarterback hasn't. So, I think uh, maybe that's the difference. Well, Spencer Radler hasn't played in this game before. Maybe he hasn't. Sorry, I spent a, I spent a lot of time drinking last night. So. <laughs> Spencer Rattler's a freshman. Yeah, I thought they – oh, you. I think the difference is going to be Oklahoma State's edge rushers are going are gonna to be able to rattle Rattler, so to speak, and that's how they'll get it done. Matt, what, what's your score? I'm going to say it's going to be a 55-54 to 54 game in overtime. Good Lord. Who wins? Uh, Everybody Oklahoma. wins if that's the case. <laughs> Oklahoma State, that's my underdog pick. And Angela? Yeah, I have Oklahoma uh, winning by a field goal uh, late in the game, 48-45. Okay, it's time to uh, go ahead and walk this off. Uh, give me one big thing and uh, one big thing that's going to happen today and what's your walk-off, Matt? Uh, walk off is Florida will be in the top five, uh, or top four next on, on Monday. And what's your one big thing? One big thing is I was going to say Florida state wins, but the game's canceled. So I'm going to go. So we did Liberty. win. <laughs> Liberty, Liberty stays undefeated. Okay. Angelo, what's your one big uh, thing in your walk off? One big thing is that Indiana is going to upset Ohio State. Oh. Um, and then my walk-off is how about the program that Leonard Hamilton is running down there at, in Tallahassee, two lottery picks, the number four overall pick, um, Patrick Williams to, to Chicago, Vassell to, to San Antonio, and Trent Forrest, too, got picked up as an undrafted free agent by Utah. So that's uh, good for them. Um, yeah. can't wait till basketball season six days away and I think they are dangerously underrated again this year they do this every year with Leonard Hamilton's teams because they don't it's funny Tony Kornheiser uh, I bitched about this yesterday Tony, Tony Kornheiser uh, made the comment that um, the entire floor state coaching staff should be fired because Patrick Williams wasn't starting and I and and my takeaway is that then you then you don't know college basketball. You don't know college basketball. You don't know Florida State basketball because Leonard Hamilton just comes at you in waves, and it has nothing to do with your if you're a starter. Run. He sets it up like almost the, the the analogy I gave was like hockey lines. He he, he runs sure. certain lines at you, and there's certain matchups that he wants, and that's why Williams tip. I mean, Williams did start some games, by the way, but that's why Williams came off the bench a lot because he was able to spell. You know, anyways, the the point is, Tony Kornheiser doesn't watch college basketball. But you said he started, or he he played more minutes than the starters, though, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he played more minutes than, than than a lot of the starters did, and so that, that was about. It's like Tony, just come on, man, stay in your lane, talk Northeastern NFL football in the NBA, and you'll be fine. Well, to me, that the, the 
the difference between college basketball and, and, and NBA, uh, especially the way guys are drafted and stuff like that, it's the biggest, it's the sport with the biggest difference between how kids are viewed in, in college and, and how they're, they're viewed when they're drafted. The scouting so much different. Also, like Arizona had two or three guys get drafted the other night, and, and they weren't even on anybody's radar last year as far as, you know, an elite basketball team or anywhere near it. And Washington's the same way. And I know people are complaining because Florida didn't have anybody drafted for like the seventh or eighth year in a row. And, and you run into more zones in college basketball, so you, you don't yeah. have this – you don't draft – in the NBA, they've gotten to where they only draft guys who stand behind the three-point line – or guys that they think they can clear out and play one on one, right? Yeah. Not, so, not having a March not having a March Madness change the whole draft hundred percent. Probably. Yeah. Really? Like for me, like we all we all want to see our college teams do well. Like I, if guys get drafted, that's that's neat and all, but we you know, like you guys want to go to the final four, we're just trying to make the tournament. Um, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think um, you know, It'd be neat if there was like three Gators drafted the other night, but I'd also rather you know win twenty five games and, and do something and do something in March, which we haven't done uh, for a few years now either. So I still think that FSU team had a very good chance of. They, they were at least yeah, going to make the final too. four. They were at least going to make the final four. That team was F loaded. F FSU and Dayton got screwed over, I think, more than any other team. And the entire American public, because that was ridiculous. Right. Right. Why they couldn't have punt, punt, punted that back a month or so? They they were very quick to just shut everything down. The baseball teams too. Tony's Gators got screwed. I mean, for them to just punt that, to just just shut it all down, and it was all led by by Big Ten and Pac twelve crap, which is what they tried to do with football. And 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 thankfully, the SEC and ACC and Big Twelve said no, 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 no. no you no, no. you already did this to our spring sports. You're not doing it to the fall sports too. Um, anyways. Uh, Tony, what's your walk off in one big thing? Jaguars shocked the world on Sunday and beat <laughs> that. That score. actually could happen. They do not play well against the Jaguars, Pittsburgh. Yeah, and somehow the Jags have with all the Steelers' success since the Jags have been in the league. The, the Jaguars lead that series. I definitely say take the Jags in the points. It's ten and a half right now. And then, uh, other than that, I think um, golf is up at Sea Island. Nobody cares and. Uh, um, I, I do like Liberty losing this this week. I, I, I do hope they win. Um, I, I'd like to see Liberty uh, keep going. I think it's been a fun story. It's been kind of cool to retribution story for Hugh Freeze, but I think NC State gets them today. Uh, my one big thing from today is that I believe you are going to end up with at least one Pac-12 team that's supposed to be on, on the customer, they're going to get eliminated. So, so someone in the Pac-12 that, that that everyone is trying to, to force us to believe, like in either a, a USC or an Oregon or whatnot, they're going to get eliminated. Because, I look, I'm watching USC dance through the, through the raindrops, and that's really the one that I'm looking at. I think USC gets knocked off by Utah tonight. Yep. They're, they're two-and-a-half-point uh, favorites. They have not played well against Utah in years past, and – USC could very well be zero and two right now, and then my uh, yeah they came back they came back both games this year to win in the last minute so right so I I just think I think we get them eliminated it wouldn't shock me if Tony's hits with with UCLA and Oregon but I I give a better chance of, of Southern Cal losing um, and then my walk off is man I'm telling you don't sleep on the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. They, they kick off at noon, Florida State fans. It gives you something to watch. 
Uh, they're playing Appalachian State. That should be a really good game. App State, uh, you know, we all know is a very good uh, program, and it's only a four and a half point spread. So that should be a really good game. Get get locked into it because I, I I think it's not a big enough spread. I've been really impressed by Coastal Carolina, but with that being said, I have not watched Appalachian State play enough to be able to say that intelligently. I do think the over under is very very low. The over under is only forty seven, and that's strange because Coastal Carolina puts a lot a lot of points as does Appalachian State. All right, I guess that will do it for us, unless anyone has any other breaking news or anything to throw at us. Yeah, yeah. Happy, real quick. happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. The, uh, Clemson AD came out, and he said that – let me find the exact – he basically said that it wasn't Clemson's fault. He said that something with Florida State. He said that Clemson did all the protocols. Good. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, but – and now Florida State's getting a lot of – kickback on on social media that's why i've been reading a lot of people well what are they saying florida state did i don't know but yeah he this was the tweet we are disappointed that we will not be able to play today's game against florida state clemson has followed all the acc protocols in preparation so he basically just came out and said florida state didn't follow protocol people are like boosters florida state boosters are really mad um and they're just getting a lot of kickback for so we'll see what happens I, i just hope it's not a thing where they were I know we, we joke around saying that they're scared not to play, but I hope something. Well, what pro, I don't understand what pro, did were there positive tests? Is that because I haven't heard anything about there being positive tests? Like no, no, but that that's what I'm wondering about. So it's going to be a crazy next couple hours. Um, I, I don't maybe know. they didn't test the the way they were supposed to. I don't know. But for the Clemson AD to come out and say that it wasn't. You know, that Clemson followed all the protocols. He's basically saying right. they didn't. I just don't understand if there if there isn't a positive test. Then what are we doing here? Um, okay. Well, that'll be one more thing that, that they'll. I'm I'm staying off Twitter today. I'm gonna lose my I'm gonna lose my patience with some of these people. I'll just say, kind of wish we were off today, and uh, and Clemson can come down to Gainesville, and we'll we'll get our, our tails kicked. But it'd be fun watching it. Yeah, well, let's see if uh, BYU's on the phone with Clemson right now. We'll meet you halfway. Let's play. I was gonna say USF's <laughs> off today. They can just take that little trip from Tallahassee to Tampa and get that thing going tonight. Exactly. All right. Well. Um, Hopefully we get to the bottom of this. I hope it wasn't a bunch of players or staff or whatever that intentionally didn't want to play the game because you still want to play the game even if you're going to lose. That's, that's what I'm hoping it's not. Because it, because if, if that comes out, then it's uh, – I don't know what the hell. ESPN's um, going to have to write a whole other article if that comes out. Maybe, on if that's the case. <laughs> maybe they'll be able to fire people for cause and get out of the contracts and they'll bring in new freeze and the rest. And then we're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> That's right. All right. Everyone have a great, we won't be here next week. Right, I will see you in December. Runs to his left, throws it downfield, it is caught by Dunn, he's got the first down to the 40, down to the 50, down down the side, under the 40, down to the 30, he separates, he's to the 20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, Florida State! Gainers started their own 20, Johnson, lost it deep, Green is behind the defense! He's at the 35, he's at the 25, and he's tackled at the 17-yard line! Dobbs heaves it! They're bunched up in the end zone. It's tipped up. It's caught. It is caught. Jawan Jennings. Jawan Jennings. 
25 to the 30. Lindsay's got 35, 40. Lindsay's got 45, 50, 45, 40. Run, Lindsay. 25, 20, 50, 10, 5. Lindsay's got. Lindsay's got. Lindsay's got. Well, I can't believe it. 92 yards, and Lindsay really got in a foot race. I broke my chair. I came right through a chair. The booth came apart. The stadium, well, the stadium fell down. Now they do have to renovate this thing. They'll have to rebuild it now. You know, this game has always been called the world's greatest cocktail party. Do you know what is going to happen here tonight? And up at St. Simon's and Jekyll Island and all those places? Wildcats.